You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. Just going right into it. I'm Jordan <laughs> he always He's in charge. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm uh, the gamiest Grand Poobah there is. We're doing it. Hey, guys. We're back. It's now just a quartet. Once again. Yeah. They tried to kick me out of the group, but yeah. I'll let them. <laughs> it didn't take. This I, he stole all our microphones and wouldn't let us, wouldn't, wouldn't yeah. give them back unless we Sorry, Dueling Ogres. You don't get him yet. Yeah. So that was fun last week, right? I had a good time. Yeah. Got to make a dream come true. I didn't murder anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you caught our last episode, we had our live event uh, with our friends from Dueling Ogres and Source Material uh, teamed up for one big mega podcast. And we had a good turnout. Store had a good turnout. It was a lot of fun. So, and then Logan came out, so later on in this episode, we're going, going to talk about it and spoil, talk spoilers and everything, but we will warn you, if you haven't seen it, which I'd be surprised if you haven't seen it. You yeah, made $11 billion. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure you're good, but we'll warn you anyway. I think most people have seen it twice. Whoa. So, but what's first? Up? Yeah. Lay it on us. Yeah, this past week was also the. (laughs) (laughs) It was a big. It was big. It was huge. The Classic Plastics Toy and Comic Expo in uh, the Art Center in Parkersburg, West Virginia, put on by Classic Plastics Toy Store in Parkersburg. uh, I I had a booth there selling some of my stuff, my things I've written. I had a bunch of flyers for the podcast. Signed for the store, letting people know where I moved. Now, did you hand hand out every single one of those Kapow flyers? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I tried, but I didn't. Well, because you printed me like three times the amount I asked for. Well, I feel always be prepared. <laughs> you never know when you see that right, that mark that says, ah, oh, I love a good nerd podcast. I had a few people ask me what it was about, and then uh, I took some downstairs to the entryway looking for the free table where people leave coupons mm-hmm. and stuff. And there was a table they there. They said, no, thank you, we're well, there, full. There was a table there with, like, all kind of, like, art, you know, flyers for the art center and upcoming things. I didn't see any nerdy stuff, and I asked the guy running it. I was like, is it okay to put the flyers here? He's like, no, that's for the art center. It's <laughs> like, oh, sorry. He's like, he's like, well, I'll put them up front. So he put like a path flyer right up front at the admission table as you're going in. So. Yeah. Should put some in the bathroom. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> put them in the toilet. These are napkins. So yeah, if you just heard about us from this weekend and seeing us at the show, thank you. Welcome. This is our podcast. You found the right one. 
I am curious. What? How did you explain to people what? I don't. I never know how to explain what this is. Or it's radio. <laughs> I mean, I, not what a podcast is, but what we are. Because I'm, oh, I'm I still trying what, to figure. I don't it out. know what we are. This week, I started putting game videos on, <laughs> on our on our page. That's just because I got a package in the mail. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, I'm gonna film this. I've seen. People unbox things sure. on the internet. So yeah, I handed them a flyer and said, "Hey, have you ever been curious what Seth gets in the mail?" <laughs> Here it is. Now you can find out. <laughs> so that's we do a little bit of everything now. Yeah, apparently the attendance down there was over thirteen hundred people. This was Whoa. the first year they did it two days, so it was mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday, and there were an awful lot of people down there. It was a very good crowd and a great mix of vendors and. I mean, there were you know people selling comics and selling toys, but there were a ton of you know indie people. There were you know a lady selling baked goods, you know the cookies decorated to look like Pokeballs or just like Star Wars logos, <laughs> you know like nerdy confections. Mm. Uh, a lot of people doing arts and crafts. I'm still thinking about Pokeballs, yeah. <laughs> like keychains and that kind of stuff, and just just a little bit of everything. The the main guest they brought in this year, uh, Steve Cardenas, who played Rocky. The second Red Ranger on Power Ranger. Oh, I was like, he played Rocky? It's like I knew it wasn't Sylvester Stallone, so I was like, and, and Bullwinkle? Or? Yeah, he played the second Rocky from the Rocky movie. Uh, and the other guest, uh, Tim Clark, who uh, back in the 80s, he worked for Henson's Creature Shop, hmm. and he worked on Fraggle Rock and Dark Crystal. And then he was also the co-creator of Boglins. And Sectors. Wow. If you guys remember yeah, those yeah. 80s toys? Yeah, nope. Sectors. Yeah. What's yeah. that? They were, Sectors were like insects. They looked He-Man-ish. Yeah, they're very He-Man-like yeah. in design, or in the scale. Insectoids or whatever. Yeah. All that they rode around on, on the vehicles had big yeah. wings. Like, big wings. Dragonfly, like dragonfly wings. wings yeah. yeah. And the Boglins were little, like, hand puppets that looked like little gremlins. Mm-hmm. And I remember the, the most striking thing, they came in boxes that looked like cages, you know, with danger yeah. stomp stamped mm-hmm. all over them. So, very striking package design. And he had, he had some of his creations there, and, like, he had made some puppets, like these little bird puppets on a, on a stick that, like, you know, poked it, you know, you pushed the stick up and the head poked up, so it you know, looked like a cool Muppet kind of thing. <laughs> so he was selling these puppets he created. And he had done these a casting of these little boglins, you know, maybe just an inch tall in resin, or mm-hmm. uh, you know, they look like little gargoyles almost. They look kind of stone, but they're just different designs of these boglins. And he he was at the table all day from beginning to end, talking to people. Like he seemed like the coolest guy, posing for pictures, like answering all these questions. He he seemed like a, a really good guest to have. He, I say for not a, a known part, you wouldn't yeah, right, recognize right. him walking down the street, but that's a cool resume to have. So. Yeah. I was impressed. Well, I did see where Tony had posted that he might be working with him for something. Yeah, he was going to start yeah. carrying some of his things at, at the toy store. Hmm. But even like, a, I thought there was like something about maybe having him work on some future action figures or, or something. Like custom. Yeah. Nice. Like, I, I don't remember all the details, but I just, I remember reading something about it. So it sounded pretty neat. Hmm. So last year was the first time this event was held incorrect no incorrect okay. uh, this was this was the fourth year oh this was the fourth yes. year 
The oh, first okay. year was actually, I was a vendor at the first year. It was in the rec room of a church on the south side of Parkersburg. Okay, last year was the first time it was at the art center. No, no. the second year. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it started out so tiny. There were like eight vendors there, mm-hmm. just maybe a hundred people. And then they moved it up to the art center. And now it's taken over three floors. They had gaming in the basement, you know, video game tournaments and all kind of stuff. They had vendors on the first floor and the third floor. They took over the whole building. Mm-hmm. So I say that's, uh, yeah, they shattered last year's record. So congratulations to Tony down to Classic Plastics, putting on a very good show. That's awesome. And you forgot about the one big, the biggest guest they had there. I said I was there. The Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> yeah, they've got like a 30 foot inflatable Stay Puff, so I'm sure. They had the Ghostbusters the out there. <laughs> hmm. That's cool. I didn't make it down. I wanted to. I saw a lot of pictures. It looked fun. Yeah, I saw a lot of pictures. I was like, hey, there's Jordan. I bet I could sit beside him. <laughs> you could have told people what to say. I'd have been like, "Hey, hey take bring, these. Some, bring some of your mail." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could. I could like brought my mail and opened it in front of everybody. Lot we got Facebook Live. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> Coming soon. So, guys, tomorrow I am going to the Easton Town Center to uh, treat my wife and my middle son Jared for their birthdays to a lot of great food, and while they're off seeing some stupid movie called Table 19, I'm going to be watching Kong, Skull Island, and IMAX. That's not the title. Whatever. Kong, colon, Skull Island. Oh, I forgot a colon. (laughs) (laughs) Never forget the colon. That's great. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. Definitely going to try to see it. It's getting good reviews. Oh, yeah. So we'll let you know what we think about that. will be huge on IMAX. John Goodman and Samuel L. Jackson. Just wondering how many mother efforts can be dropped. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing good things about John C. Riley in it. So try to pay attention to him. Um, so what we got, what we're just going to talk about some random news and then when we think it's about time to talk Logan, we will. We'll let you know. So what do you want to talk about? Michael, give me a category. Animation. Ooh, okay, Jordan, that's a great idea. I got some animation I hate news you. for you. <laughs> I do too. I've got plenty of animation to talk about. <laughs> Jerks, I should have, I should have went to the dueling ogres. You had your chance, buddy. <laughs> yeah, they peeled out of here so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's down on the sidewalk with his backpack, like, wait, guys, wait. <laughs> we turned around, the door was locked. Bucky, Bucky's in the trunk. <laughs> so, we mentioned, uh, I don't remember what, oh, we were talking about some anime or manga or something the last time. There's a shortage, I hear. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> well, even before that, we were talking, <laughs> we were talking about, um, oh, you, I forget. You guys were talking about some 80s 
anime, I believe. And I said my son. Oh, like, like Gundam and yeah, yeah, Attack yeah. and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, my yeah. Son, I said my son watches that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. He really yeah. likes, collects the, collects the manga, watches the anime, and he, uh, anyway, I saw that they are, they made a movie. Mm-hmm. I guess this is way bigger than I thought it was. <laughs> is, is it live on? action or is it animated? Yeah, it's live action. Okay. Oh, yeah. it's a live action movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was asking him, what, what's this based on? You know, what he was able to tell me which, where they were starting the story in the books or whatever. But I was, I was like, so I randomly click on his Facebook page that he has for that. I just want you guys to feel really bad. <laughs> I click on, he has a JoJo page that he, yeah. Started and runs. He, as of tonight, just a little bit ago, I looked, he's at just over 33,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. I go so. home and take a <laughs> hot bath and slip my wrists. Anyway. I was just say, you want to share a podcast? <laughs> right. Please. We'll start talking about anime if we have to. Okay. What do you got? Jordan. Uh, they just wrapped up season four of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like a week ago, and season five premieres March 19th. Uh, Holy and cow. Season four ended really cool. Like, it got Can super dark. Can you say that dark. again? I, like, I really like how you said really cool. I just play it back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yeah. The, uh, they killed off one of the main characters, and it ends. One of the toilets. Well, somebody. But uh, <laughs> he's not going to say. It's going toward. Uh, this whole season has been super Shredder. Mm. He mutated himself. Which channels finally Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. I've never known them to kill off anybody. Well, they own the turtles. Yeah. Who's that guy that was the host of Double Trouble? I don't see him for a while. <laughs> Double Dare. <laughs> Double Dare. <laughs> he went over to the Food Network. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so this season they've been fighting Super Shredder. And it's, it's been fun. I, I really like the show. And then they, they did a whole season out in space. And it kind of lost a little bit. And this season, it hasn't been as great. But they kind of build up to this final battle with the Shredder. And they, Shredder kills one of the main characters. And there's this moment of like, Everything freezes and they're all like, no! And it's slow motion, like their eyes get wide. And it cuts to each surviving character and they're like these flashbacks, them remembering the good time. I was like, I got misty. I was like, no, you can't do that. Like it was so well made. And then I thought maybe that was the season finale. And it was like coming up next week. And it shows the turtles like they put on black bandanas. And like paint their faces, and it's like we're ending this now. I was like, "Holy crap, we're gonna do this!" So like, it, it ended really awesome. And then right after that aired, they're announcing this season five, which that seemed like the end of the story. Like they took care of the shredder. Basically. Stop the podcast. <laughs> but that seemed like it. And then they said this season five is called Tales of the TMNT. So it's going to be a little more probably standalone epic because the, the, the show has a very dense mythology and continuity. And it seems like they're going to just do, here's a guest star. We're going to have fun with this. But then they announced they are, yeah, so season five is the last series season. It's a very successful show. And they're rebooting it in the fall of next year to be Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it's a 2D animation and the quote was, more humor, a younger and lighter feel. 
So they're gonna it's gonna be animated yeah. like the eighties show. Yeah. Be more kid friendly. Pizza. Yeah. Mm. So it'll be more like that. So <laughs> Well that worked out so well for Teen Titans Go. Yeah, so they, I think they took it about as dark as they can get and now we pulled the reins back. Like, yeah, we're gonna aim this more at kids. I'm gonna again. try to go back and catch that. I don't wanna see that. The uh first look at DuckTales came out. Mm. Official Mm, Did yeah. everybody see that? I made my name being tougher than the toughies and smarter than the smarties. Sure, you want to do it the easy way. Oh my gosh, the nephews! What are your blood types? What's Donald really like? Who's the evil triplet? Louie. Eh. We're just a normal, boring family. Normal? Boring? Ha! Donald Duck is one of the most daring adventurers of all time! <laughs> oh wow. A multi-trillion dollar business. I can handle a few juveniles for the weekend. Yeah. Besides, we've got a pretty low-key day planned. I'm back! Uncharted territory! Whoa, new discoveries! You guys, our family is awesome! Aw, oh, family truly is the greatest adventure of all oh, no, the ground. Yeah, you guys I had a complaint and I can't remember what it was. About the square heads. Yeah, the, the Huey, Dewey, and Louie, their heads are all block-shaped. Yeah, the animation is very, I guess, modern. It's yeah. more, a more modern take on it. And that kind of that kind of threw me off a little bit, but like all the jokes landed for me. In the, in the little preview. So, it was a little rough. Like, when I hear Scrooge talk, I hear David Tennant. Yeah. It, it, I mean, pretty it's pretty obvious. It's very obvious to me. Yeah. And it, for anybody that doesn't know, the original voice of Scrooge passed away just this last year. And he was, he's the only voice there ever was. Um, Alan Young. And he was like 93 when he, when he passed away. So, it, that was a little off-putting, but I, I thought it looked pretty good. I'll check it out. Um, and then also Disney XD, Star Wars Rebels, we haven't talked about for a long time. Um, the next up, upcoming episode, I believe, is Twin Sons. So we're going to Darth Maul going after Kenobi on Tatooine. It's an older Obi-Wan. He looks more like he does in The New Hope. And And we haven't talked about it for a while, but just as a general outline of this last season it's been really good like the empire has has really turned into the empire dark um cold everything always one step ahead of the rebels um it's been really good thrawn in it is excellent he's a great bad guy um, you almost got me excited because i could have sworn you said tron yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um so it, it's been really good. We've had a lot of Mandalorian drama and them kind of coming back into power a little bit. Sabine, actually, she comes into possession of the Darksaber, um, if you're familiar with that, from Clone Wars. And then uh, one of the last episodes, Sabine actually leaves the crew. So she decides to stay and resurrect and unite the Mandalorian clans um, to fight the Empire. So I guess... You like the <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I don't even know if this has anything to do with animation, but the uh, uh, 
Star Wars, you know, Disney trademarked a title, Star Wars Rivals. Yeah, I saw something. I don't know whether that's going to be a video game, cartoon. Yeah, 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 I guess it could be. Um, but, and and again, and they've renewed Rebels, which I thought this was going to be it. They've renewed it for season four because we're getting very, very close to Rogue One. Um, in fact, they just, the, the crew of the ghost and the gold squadron just, um, kind of help defect Mon Mothma to create the rebel. They've, they've been throughout the series, these little tiny singular rebel cells who are very loosely connected. And Mon Mothma has now, um, come on board to unite the rebel alliance to the point where we see them in Rogue One. So it's been pretty cool. I had a customer very braggadociously tell me, uh, he actually, Timothy Zahn, mm-hmm. famous novelist who wrote right. Star Wars novels, he was a guest of the Parkersburg show last year. Yes. And he, he created the first year. Yeah. yeah the first, <laughs> the year. first year. <laughs> so he created this Thawne, Thrawn. 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 Right? Yes. And, uh, and what, one of my customers came, he's like, I asked him at that con. So I was like, is Thrawn going to come back in any way? And he kind of winked at me. He's like, stay tuned. So, so I knew he was coming. So he got some inside scoop from yeah, the man. Yeah, the book himself. is coming out like next month. That's okay. earned braggadociously yes, yeah. talking <laughs> He's allowed to do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So Timothy Zahn is actually writing a new Thrawn trilogy. I believe it's Delray Books. Um, that's getting the first book's getting ready to come out like very, very soon. Cause, uh, we've got, for any of the old EU or the Legends fans, we've got that book coming out, um, Star Wars Celebration happening in Orlando next month, and, I mean, we're going to be right back into the new, you know, all the hype for the new movie, so. A lot of Star Wars going on. we're Star Wars, and there's only one bit of news that I thought was, that was kind of huge this week was the whole, people got to see it. People got to see yeah, the episode eight, first, you know, in that first I'm sure very moments. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the hell know. are you talking about? Star the Trek. last Jedi. Star Trek. Oh. <laughs> Star Trek. Discovery? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and the, and you know, I'm not going to spoil the thing, but that just that they, you know, Ray and Luke and Luke, what Luke says to her. Yeah. I'm the sure movie opens up right where we left right. off in. Force Awakens. Right. With a six-minute panning yes. shot. Yes. Helicopter <laughs> shot right. all around yeah. the island. Ock <laughs> 2. And, uh, yeah, but they got to, they, there's been the big buzz about what he says to her, the three words. Yeah. I'm uh, not your father. <laughs> yes. Keep guessing. Yes. You have to run those together a little more to get them into three Did words. Did you bring a father? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that sounded like my father. <laughs> I won't tell you because somebody out there probably didn't want to hear. Hey it, guys, you guys haven't talked about my Star Wars cereal. I saw it. What? I saw it. He's got old Star Wars cereal from the last movie up there. I hope. Did you eat it and just keep the box, or is there no? There's, there's. Oh, it's in there. Let's go lactic. Film it. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook Live, quick. <laughs> anyway. Did you guys, I'm just curious, did you guys hear what the three words were? Yes, no. No. I I didn't even know there was any. Yeah. I did. I read it. Anyway, I was surprised by what he says. Mm. Is this on YouTube? The words that ended the Gilmore Girls? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
it is. I, anyway, but seriously, is this a new trailer that came out, or what was this? No, they no, they a, showed it to like Bob Iger and executives, people, you know, important people got to see like a private screening. Yes. Okay, right. And so they were running their traps about yeah, it. How did it leak out then? Yeah, they they weren't supposed to be it's talking about the White it. House. This is Disney. <laughs> How would you beat me to it? <laughs> yeah, it's true, and it's, <laughs> and it's leaked. It's terrible. Okay, what do you want to talk about now? WikiLeaks. <laughs> no animation, Michael. Um, it's always your thing. You want to talk about, it and they got nothing. Don't make something up. Pick a category. TV. Okay. <sighs> Marvel and DC on TV. I am Supergirl. What's your name, darling? Agent Jobless. We got. I do have something. Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) You scratch hard enough. Uh, Did you guys see on the mashup of The Simpsons and Rick and Morty? Nope. Alright, continue Just on. off the dark web. It was on, yeah, it was on dark web. No, it was on YouTube. I don't know if it's it part like of... A, it was like a couch gag they yeah. did where Rick and Morty showed up. As a it was really good. I love Rick and Morty. I watched minimal amounts of Rick and Morty. I just, I watched like an episode and a half mm-hmm. or something. I've got a lot of time travel and parallel dimensions. I, and I made a point trying to watch it. And I'm sure it's probably great, but some things don't click with me. Everybody seems to love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and I'm like, it's uh, poor man's Seinfeld, and they stand, oh, okay. and they stand, oh, the TV. And they stand TV. around in a semicircle <laughs> all the time. They are continuously in a semicircle. Oh, I'm coming in hot. <laughs> oh, For once, i got to actually agree with Seth. I can never get into that They're show. always just standing there. But I can never get into <laughs> Seinfeld either, really, so... Don't make me come across the table. <laughs> okay, anyway, TV. Game of Thrones, season seven. They Not re- as good as Sunny. <laughs> it's not, it's not this isn't the humor <laughs> section. But they were they revealed the date for season seven oh. to start. And mm-hmm. you, did you see how no. they revealed it? No. <laughs> it was hilarious. They said, okay, at this time we're going to reveal it. And then everybody was watching online mm-hmm. a live feed of a block of ice with the date frozen into it. <laughs> and they had to watch this ice melt for hours. <laughs> but while they were doing it, watching uh, that damn giraffe. stars from the show would like come in and, you know, cameo yeah. on the live grass growing. And <laughs> Anyway, when it finally it's melted, live, Michael, I've got your cereal ready. We'll reveal something. Okay, Oops. <laughs> down over there. This is so good. Um, July sixteenth. It's kind of an odd date for a show to a new season of a show to start, but it used to always be in April. Right, they had to push it because winter's coming. Summer was too long. They had okay. to wait till it got cold. Yeah, it always too. premiered uh, usually right after The Walking Dead was over. Yeah. Yeah, they just, it had to do with weather, actually, because they needed it to be different than it had been when they were filming. Um, Preacher, second season, is June 19th. Did you guys watch the whole season of Preacher? Yeah. Did you enjoy it all? Yeah, it was fun. Because we haven't really talked that much about that show. A little bit when it was on. Yeah. It's one of those I equate with, uh, like, Legion and... These shows that I get really excited about, and then when I start watching it, I also put it in with the Mar, uh, um, yeah, the Netflix Marvel shows. 
The only one I finished is Jessica Jones. All the other ones, I'm like, hey, it's good for really? a while, and then I get bored. Yes. Wow. I'm just admitting it. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just, yeah. It just doesn't keep my attention. Hmm. Um, well, I'm to the point where I've got to watch Legion and make up my mind whether I'm going to like this show or not because I've heard too many people. I, uh, I've, I've heard too many people on both sides of the show. Like, what? I even saw someone today go, first and last time I watched this show. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you, uh, did you watch this last episode? Fifth episode. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good episode, but it's, it's building gonna, more and you're getting, you're learning a little bit more, but we're still so in the dark. It's going to be so really it on. doesn't matter. I mean, it's all why even try to figure it out is basically how I feel because they're going to just do whatever the hell they want to do. It won't I matter. Watched any of it. It's very convoluted. But again, it just looks so good. It's yeah. so well made. I know. That was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Aubrey Plaza was awesome. You know, I like you could almost kind of follow what was going on mm-hmm. in this episode, but that really makes me want to I watch know. it. <laughs> that I could almost, I almost had an idea what was happening. Yeah, but not really. So don't get too attached to that idea. But anyway, I'm like not super excited for Preacher season two since I never finished the first season. But it, I did see that they showed like a little clip and it had the Saint of Killers and yeah, it's not it's not because of production quality, you know. Just well, it just it didn't follow the comic. Much at all, right? Because you know, in the comic, they leave Texas before the first issue is over, and yeah. this first season was all in Texas in the small town while he's still a preacher. So it, it's sort well, of that's where all the pretty girls are. You know, yeah, if it kind of if this second season kind of starts the road trip and the forward momentum that the comic has, that, that might, may help me a little more. That's kind of because I had read right before it started. I went back and reread the first three or four trades. Just to get it back fresh in my mind, and then it didn't do it. Yeah, you didn't need <laughs> any of that at all. Uh, Riverdale renewed for second season. Yep. Um, <laughs> More Luke it's Perry. Supposed be, it's supposed to be, yeah. All Luke Perry all the time. <laughs> uh, it's supposed <laughs> to be an even longer season. This, this season's 13 episodes, and I, they act like next season will be longer. Uh, we have, we still have six episodes left of this season, but it doesn't come back till March 30th. Taking like three weeks off, I assume it has to do with March Madness. Mm. Everybody is gonna stop what showing. Did you watch this week's episode? I did not. I, okay. I made it like five minutes into it, and as soon as I saw Jughead pick up his phone at 5.45 in the morning, he was only 75% charged, I had to pause and I, I was like, what is going on? I looked down at my phone and it was 545. <laughs> and I was at 100% and I screenshotted it <laughs> to send to you guys. I was like, what's the matter? What time does this kid go to bed? His phone isn't charged. <laughs> was really invested in that and then I didn't have time to finish watching. <laughs> well, when it, it kind of opened up and they all look like their comic book character versions yeah, of themselves, I, yeah, I was yeah. like, what is happening now? Yeah. Well, it cracks me up that my wife is really into Riverdale finally. Like, I had to, like, basically get down on the ground and kick and scream for her to watch the show. And now she's invested just as much as her brother is in it. But Are you going to watch it on Netflix or on CW app? I would watch it on a CW app. Because I I, I didn't know if if people didn't know, if you don't have CW, don't all those shows come out on Netflix eight days after they air on TV? No, after the season. Season, yeah. 
They come out oh, eight like days seven after or eight days season. after. Yeah. The okay, season's I thought over. they were okay. Otherwise, you get to watch them on the CW app, which is I don't have a. I love the CW app. Only thing I don't like about it, I, I can't complain because it's free, right? But there's a crap ton of commercials. There are, but yeah. it's free. Yeah. So, but anyway, like, what do you what do you think about Jordan? I just love the swap. <laughs> while, while we're watching this show, she is also rewatching nine hundred two one zero on Hulu. So I get like double dosage oh, man. of Luke Perry, That's and I great. just watch his lines in his forehead multiply. <laughs> so yeah, this ep- there wasn't a lot to this episode, but it did reveal a few more like, little yeah, tidbits. We learned a little bit more with the character interaction and. That ending, though, was between, pretty shocking. Well, again, again. Down, yeah. I don't watch well, it yet. Oh, this is a show I don't care about spoiling. <laughs> well, anything shocking. I'll be sending you screenshots. I got three weeks to pour over this episode. I'm, I'm savoring it. Uh, I got uh, five minutes here or there, maybe, is all you're going to get. Because uh, it takes an hour to watch five minutes. <laughs> this was, uh, we got a lot of good Skeet Ulrich. Yeah, a lot. That's what I heard, really, yeah, that he. Very heavy. Um, and there was a reference, somebody made a reference about something about being in a Wes Craven movie. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We also had that Riverdale one-shot comic that we had. What, mm-hmm. did, what, what all did we learn from that? Did, uh, we learned, what, Archie's summer job at the construction. Well, that's how he got all buff. He was working yeah, construction all summer. Kind of how he met Ms. Grundy. Yeah. Uh, we saw how he met Ms. Grundy. He's supposed to go to Centerville with Jughead for the 4th of July. You know, cause they haven't been hanging out lately and he totally just shunned Jughead and went off with Ms. Grundy to what, which any of us red-blooded men would have done. But, uh, what else? Oh, Veronica. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking my art teacher when I was about that age. Yeah. Okay. What were we talking about? <laughs> anyway, uh, and Veronica was rich and then she wasn't. That was about it. And I don't know. I know that Betty ate at Mel's diner and I had, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, Betty's was, like summer internship. Yeah. yeah. I was looking, I saw that she had a Mel's diner menu. I was looking to see if they had grits mm-hmm. on there. See it. You know, cause they, they do these little Easter eggs. Anyway, that's about it. Yeah, well, when Jughead was working at the drive-in showing movies every night, you know, the, which I, I didn't know if they had said in the show he actually worked at the drive-in. I know he was living there, but I guess that makes sense. No, that's that's kind of what I got out yeah. of it, yeah. And but he's not living there anymore. He's oh, what? Else. Something's happening. <laughs> anyway, what else we got? Uh, speaking of CW, we had talked at one on one of the back episodes about uh, lightning. The Black Lightning series. And apparently it's now been passed over by Fox and it's coming to the CW. Big surprise. All the best CW shows. And Michael, I think, actually got, got it right. Something right? He got it right. Apparently they were casting, uh, like Black Lightning's two daughters or yeah. two kids or whatever the element was there, so. He's like, so the pilot's coming to CW. We'll see if it moves on. Interesting. Probably taking the place of Legends. Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> They've already got moved once. Um, I watched that Stranded with a Million Dollars show. Yeah. And did you ever return to that? No. I did. <laughs> I watched a couple episodes, and there's some dude on there that 
because you intrigued me with your description. And, I, and th- there's this guy on there that did not want to um, let anybody buy anything with the money. He was like, I'll just make them suffer and they're yeah, all Yeah, there quit. was one guy, that was his strategy. Yeah. He thought he could out-suffer everyone. Are you doing a dance over there for some reason? Do you want? Well, because I just remember, like something that fits perfectly with what you guys are talking about. I just don't want you guys to forget about me in my corner. Okay. Okay. So, so to, to not interrupt. Yeah. He wasn't like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but it's like backfiring on that guy. Those guy, the other people that have more people, so they just start buying the tent and stuff, and he, and then he didn't even let him sleep. <laughs> so he's the one suffering. But what, what, I mean, they're supposed to be out there for 40 days. There's six of them left. I don't know how many they started. Right. There's only six left after like 11 days. It's, they have, they're, I don't know, there's no way it's gonna go 40 days. I don't know how, you know. I guess if, once you get down to one, you could buy all, I guess. Yeah, what just you buy whatever you what want. What do you, yeah. Actually, need to make it forty days. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I want to see how this plays out. Give me a stack of lunchables. <laughs> That's right. And what, Michael? They're over in Russia. Okay. Since there's, it's such a hot, hot topic these days. Uh, there's a new reality series that they're going to be shooting out in Siberia, and I think it's for like 1.5 million dollars as the grand prize. But you have to survive in these harsh conditions that you're going to be allowed to rape, murder, like, I mean, all balls to the wall, like, whatever, like, now. What? Something, something he's watching on the, on the dark web. Yeah. No, this is, this, this is, is not going to air on rape relevant. and murder people. Well, they said, like, at the end, like, whatever crime you committed, you could be persecuted oh, for. Prosecuted, do you think? But. Maybe it's just persecuted over Persecuted. There. <laughs> but but regardless, like during the filming or whatever, it's anything goes. I don't know what to do need with a that. Link. Uh, yeah, this is finally what I'm. I'm All right, you guys talk for a, a moment. Link. I'll prove I'm right. Oh, good. I'm not right now. He's pulling up his messenger with Bucky. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't. That's stupid. <laughs> Does any of us? Yeah, okay, we could go murder and rape people and. Maybe eventually we'll be persecuted for it. <laughs> anyway, I believe you. Don't you don't have to show me the Jeopardy clip, Bucky. Um, the so, uh, speaking of Jeopardy, oh, oh, guys, I want to tell you something. Oh, they did, they did a category this week. I it swear was it was spiciest like, meat. No, yes, I swear it was. It was I just, believe it. I believe it. It was just. To make memes about Alex Trebek, I guarantee it. Okay. The category was 90s R&B. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the clues were just lyrics. Oh, <laughs> so he was rap. like, "I." the clue was just literally, I don't want no scrubs. A scrub is a guy who don't get no love from me. <laughs> like, and like, everybody I'll you know. make love to you. <laughs> like you want me to. Like, it's like Alex Trebek reading all these R&B lyrics. I was like, those have to be me- instant memes going oh, out yeah. as I watch them. That's hilarious. So, guys. Oh, my. A new Russian reality show where crimes are allowed will begin next year. Game 2 winter will strand 30 contestants in the negative 40 Fahrenheit Siberian wilderness for nine months with the surviving winners receiving 1.6 million prize. It will stream 24-7 online. Each contestant gives consent that they could be maimed, even killed. 2,000 cameras... 
30 lives. That is a little different than what you were saying. Everyone on Survivor, I'm sure, finds a waiver that says, I can't. Everything is allowed. Fighting, alcohol, murder, rape, smoking, (laughs) anything. Contestants will each sign a waiver. Smoking and rape are on the same level. (laughs) That they might be raped or killed. (laughs) But the rules also state that the police are free to arrest anyone who commits a crime on the show. Oh, my gosh. What website's that from? Uh, that was from The Guardian, but there's uh, a few other. The Guardian? Whitehouse.gov. Um, White yep. <laughs> it's from Um, Dot Facebook. The- <laughs> and the winner gets a spot in the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Movies! Save Martha! Puny God. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I'm Batman. Kneel before Zod! Under Ruth! Said it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. So what's it gonna be, huh? Long, sullen silence? Or mean comment? Go on. You got me in a box here. Ha! 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 movies. Personally, I watched a documentary on HBO called Tickled. And I, I don't know whether that, how much to even say about it. But it has to do with, like, competitive tickling. <laughs> and, but it's not, it turns on an island. It You're turns, allowed to do anything. You can tickle as much as you want, but you could be persecuted for it. They, the, anyway. It, it turns into something else. I'll just say that. The, the documentary, these guys started out looking at this. Um, they found, I don't know, they were on whatever sites Michael goes to. And they saw there were these young guys tickling other guys. And they started looking into that this was, I mean, they had like team shirts on and stuff. Or I don't know. Anyway. They were trying to look into who was behind this. This is what happens with the millennials when their moms don't want to play football. <laughs> You're going to get hurt out there, son. Stick to tickling. Go tickle your friend. But anyway, it turned into something. They went to look to see who was behind the whole thing, who was funding this, because these guys were getting paid a bunch of money to do it. And it became very interesting, I would say that. If you have HBO, you should check it out. And definitely, I definitely, public service message to tell you that there's also on the HBO goes where I found it was a, a supplement to it called the Tickle King, which is even more information. What has happened? <laughs> AKA since, fluffy fingers. Yeah. What? Yeah. Feather fingers. But now what happened after they made the documentary and showed it at whatever film festival it was a big hit at last year? That they've got new footage since then. What happened? And it's I, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's it's very interesting. I don't want to spoil anything. Who is the master tickler? Yeah, it's not. It's it's more like the CD behind the scenes. What what's who's funding it really? And it's it's pretty interesting. Anyway, bunch of trailers. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy trailer yes. two was mm-hmm. good. Very good. Much better I'm than excited. much better than the other one. I didn't like the one with little Groot running off with the button. I thought that was oh, stupid. It was, it was okay, <laughs> but 
this this one looked better. They're throwing all their money into the music for sure. Yeah. But I'm excited for that movie. And Atomic Blonde. Did you see that trailer came out today? No. It's like John Wick with Charlize Theron. Okay. And they're, pl- and they're playing. It's exactly that. It's about a dog? <laughs> what? Oh, okay. And they were playing Killer Queen through the mm-hmm. trailer. And it's like the punching is like time to the song <laughs> and stuff. It's it looked pretty good. I, I'm not a huge Charlie Theron fan, but it, yeah, that looks. I like guess I'm the only kind one. Of, kind of suited. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. It. I like her in certain things, but yeah, I'm not normally a big fan of hers. Well, next week, Beauty and the Beast comes out for Disney, the live action. It's not on right now. No. March seventeenth. You look like you don't believe Cliff. No, I just, everybody's you know been boycotting talking? it. I thought uh, it was yeah. Yeah. all this yeah. Well, that's, that's been it's the like, whole story like for pre, me is everybody. boycott Yeah, nobody has seen it. Uh, okay. Uh, publicly. Publicly, it's not out yet. Nobody has seen it, but everybody's up in arms over what they haven't seen. Cliff, has any of your clients canceled their Disney vacation and no. boycott? No, but I have had. I, I've had two people this week come up like angry at me. <laughs> like you did it. I did it. You have a direct line. Yeah. And just so everybody knows, I'm just going to spoil it. What what everybody is so upset over at the end of the movie, there's about a 2 second shot of two men dancing together. <gasps> is one of those men Gaston? <laughs> One of those men is <laughs> Gaston's <laughs> friend, oh. little friend, played by John. <laughs> <Say> hello. <laughs> Gaston, little friend. LaFou. So oh, Great, so now we know LaFou survives. <laughs> <laughs> so, just... So big whoop. Yeah. Get out of Anyway, yourselves. people are upset that somebody, that they're inserting the gay agenda into... Yeah, come on. A Disney movie, good grief, get over it. Kids aren't even going to notice a couple guys dancing around. Well, wasn't there together. a Disney cartoon they were just talking about where they had inserted, like, there was two males kissing on it or something like that? Yeah, Chip and Dale. <laughs> no, it was like... Uh, uh, Before you it? start reporting something... Yeah, he has as, no yeah. idea. This is, I heard yeah. a... No, I'm, I'm serious. I, I just don't remember if it was a Disney cartoon or a Nickelodeon cartoon, but it even, was. It was not. I, I think we would have heard. It's like, it, I would know. <laughs> not that I know. I mean, Google it. I mean, it's, yeah, he's good if, if it is, it's one of those things where a child probably wouldn't even notice right. in today's age. Who cares? Yeah, everybody's dancing and happy in Disney. And tickling like, each other. Like, yeah, yeah they're going to notice. Have you guys seen Gaston Bant? the Tickle Game? <laughs> that was him. <laughs> I mean, we've we've all seen Bambi, right? Which was made in nineteen forty, whatever. Yeah, nineteen forty somewhere in yeah. there. Do you guys remember Flower? Yeah, that's all right. Call me a flower if you want to. <laughs> I don't mind. Are you telling me today, if that movie came out today, people, these same people wouldn't be up in arms over... Gay skunk? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Michael's over there. He's searching. Googling gay skunk. Yeah, it was, it was a Disney cartoon. 
Oh my uh, gosh. Let's see. Uh, the latest episode of Star vs. the Forces of Evil, cartoon geared towards children and adolescents that airs on Disney XD, had... I've not heard of that. Uh, let's see here. This is real. Okay, yeah. And, uh, continue We'll on. talk about something else. Avatar 2. So, now you're just showing your phone to people. The guy's got a mustache. Looks pretty gay to me. <laughs> anyway, this is one of these modern cartoons. It's, they didn't right. go back. It's not like it's a, there's it's not me- a messing point, with yeah. yeah, whatever. Avatar two was slated Canceled. for. Well, well oh, no. let's just start at the beginning. It was slated for. Yeah, are you sure, Cliff? Because I'm starting to think it ain't happening. It's been pushed. Back. I wish. I mean, it's wishful thinking. But October 2010, they announced Avatar two will be in December of 2014. Mm-hmm. Then January 2012, they said ah, we're pushed back to December 2015. Mm-hmm. Then in August 2013, they said I mean December 2016. And then. January 2015, they said December 2017, and then it became 2018, and now it's pushed again. May 27th. Whatever. You got an exact date. May exact 27th, 2017. You can go see all the avatar you want to see. That sounds just like More Tron. than I want to see. <laughs> that sounds just like Tron 3, the legacy that's been. With Jared Leto? Actually, they're, yeah, they're rebooting. That's Tron. what, yeah, they're like. It's not going to be three. It's going to be a re- total reboot. <laughs> hey, I, I got remember play, that. I got to play the Tron Tron stand-up video game the other day. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. What? I'm giving you the stink eye. It's, well, it's, tell me where it's at. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, where is it? Oh, it's in a secret location. It's in Vienna. I'll tell you that much. Oh, that really narrows it down. <laughs> it's knocking it's on doors. It was pretty sweet. Nice condition game. Mm. Did the uh, controller light up? Oh, I don't know. I was looking at the screen. It's one of those where, like, that, that game always makes you feel good. You're like, oh, man, every, no matter which direction you go, it's easy the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, there's two cars, and then everything's faster and more, two tanks, and anyway, it was fun. I'll tell you about it someday where it's at. Uh, movies, more movies, uh, yeah, Jared Leto, Tron 3, or whatever, it's what they called it, Tron 3, and the thing I read. Rebooted. Somebody said Russell Crowe, maybe, for Cable. Yeah, well, I heard, I heard Rob Leinfeld wanted him as Cable. Who? Rob Leinfeld. Okay. Uh, Why? I just uh, thought it was even different than you usually say it. Go ahead. Oh. Anyway. Okay. <sighs> he wanted him. That's right. He endorsed him. That's what it was. Yes, he endorsed him, and Russell Crowe, like, said no. That was what no, I heard. he sent him a note or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it was some kind of message. Yeah, who knows? But they did get Domino. Yes, and no. I can't re- I meant to get her name. I can't remember Oh, they've cast that part. Yeah. Zazzy something from Atlanta. Yeah. She was. Girlfriend from Atlanta. Yeah, she was on Atlanta. It was, she was good on there. I thought that was pretty good casting. Mm-hmm. And I watched, um, well, I'll say it later. Streaming, which I have in here is steaming. <laughs> There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Islands in the stream. That is what we are. No one in between. How can we be wrong? 
cross the streams. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad. Cross the streams. Heat them up. What have you been watching, or what do you know? Streaming. I'll give you a second to say it before I tell you what, what you're ahead. excited about. The Get Down. Yeah, part two, baby. <laughs> oh. I saw that. I was like, Michael will be all excited about The Get Down part two. April 7th. Can't wait. Well, they're they, really pumping oh, these out. We break dancing and, oh, dropping it like it's hot. And That's become his new thing. Yeah. We, we, we poo-pooed all his other catchphrases. Now he's moved on to another Yeah. Dropping it like it's hot. <laughs> Did you guys see the little trailer for that Netflix show that's coming out in December with Will Smith? I, yeah, uh, I don't know what to think about it. I thought, what? It's yeah. <laughs> It's like a gritty <laughs> cop show. Is what it starts out, starts out looking like it, but it's, he, he's a cop. He's riding in the, did you see it, Jordan? Mm, yeah. It's very, you'd be like, what? <laughs> I mean, it looks interesting. He's like riding in the cop car. He's in a passenger seat and his partner is driving, but he's an orc. It's Joel Edgerton that is playing him. He's got like cop uniform on with orc yeah. face. Okay. <laughs> and they're like, but it's like a cop thing and then next thing you know uh will smith's pulling us picking a sword up and i'm like i'm in i want to see <laughs> yeah anything new novel or weird yeah but like, it's good it, but like the joel edgerton character is like the first orc on the force and they're trying to play it for like some racial things and saying will smith even said he's like the jackie robinson of uh the, the police force <laughs> of orcs joining the i mean it's they're they're trying to do a lot here. Plus, <laughs> it's got it also had a lot of super fantasy things going on, like look like some maybe witch or whatever, and other orcs, and I don't know what the heck's going on. It's called Bright, and it comes out in December, I believe. But I want to check it out. Right, let's we better get to our review yeah, here. We're in movies. Let's do it. We're gonna talk about Logan. Uh, if you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled, check out now. Bub. We got ourselves an X-Men fan. Maybe a quarter of it happened. And not like this. In the real world, people die. Logan. I don't want to talk about it. Logan. Just stop. Be careful. I need the girl. What girl? Go get it. And we're down. She's like you. Very much like you. I am not whatever it is you think I am. She needs our help. Someone will come along. Someone has come along. This is what life looks like. People who love each other. A home. You should take a moment. Feel it. You still have time. We're going to tell you what we think and you know, say things, big things that happen. So, we're even going to talk about the ending. Oh, yeah. Middle, the beginning. And even before the beginning. Be- be- 
yeah. the Deadpool trailer. Yes, that's where we'll start. First, I want to start with this. I have a lot of problems when I go to the movie theater. <laughs> we've we've discussed this before. Popcorn chompers, things like that. I was surrounded by them. I made my son switch seats with me and put me on the aisle. But this time we had the laugher at not a funny movie. You'd be surprised how funny what that movie was. What the hell? Yeah. What'd you be laughing at during Okay, that movie? well, he laughed at every preview, even the serious ones. Oh. He was just laugh, laugh, laugh. He laughed at, I mean, it, it was ridiculous, everything he laughed at. Even the, when they came up on the screen and said to, you couldn't video record, this is a warning, he laughed very confused because he wasn't sure why he was laughing. <laughs> well, Michael, Michael and I saw it together, and I, Michael was laughing quite a bit, too. <laughs> But it's probably because I was tickling him. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered where those mysterious hands were coming from. <laughs> anyway, whatever. I just had to mention the yeah, laugh. I had. I went. I waited until after the weekend. Went on Monday night. There were about maybe ten other people in the theater, and half of them were annoying. Like even right. if you don't go to a full crowd, oh. the people to the left of me. Talk through the entire thing. And not loudly, not like obtrusively, but just, you just hear him whispering, talking, blah, blah, blah. Right. and it's like, even during two of the death scenes, where the, everything's completely silent, people are dying on screen, you just hear, until yeah. you laugh at you, and you're just like, what do you, why are you even here? Right. I yell, what are you getting up. out of that? I yell shut up a lot when I'm at the movies. That I'm been, shut up guy. <laughs> that would have been. Say. <laughs> that would have been, been the perfect movie to say, shut the F up. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. So they show they didn't have anything after the credits for good reason, because what they had to work with was Deadpool, and I think it would kind of kill the mood at the end of the movie. <laughs> so they decided to put that at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And what did you guys think of that? Well, I had it. Not that you can spoil that there's going to be a trailer, but yeah, I kind of wished I had gone into it because people didn't know it was coming. Mm-hmm. So yeah, by the time I saw it on Monday, it's like the new Deadpool trailer. And so I sat through the trailers waiting for this Deadpool trailer, and I'm getting these other movies. Like, where was this Deadpool trailer? And then it's like, silence your cell phones. Like, oh, movie's starting. Well, crap, what's going on? And then I was like, oh, it's actually part of the movie. So, what you tell us about Logan? What everybody think of Logan? I love the movie. Like, within the first five minutes, it lets you know that it's an R-rated movie for several different reasons. That's why I liked it. But it was just... It's a good movie. Like I even got emotional towards the end. You, you seem emotional. Now. I was. I actually left the movie pissed. Whoa. Yeah, I did. Sounds but like for, you really liked it. I. That, it's weird because I said this to Jordan because after Batman versus Superman, I left that movie pissed. Right. But for a different reason. Yeah. This was. I am just sick and tired of the a holes getting away with crap and the. the Good-hearted people are getting stomped on and demolished left and right, and I just I wasn't happy about it. That's how I felt going into the movie. <laughs> I'd, I'd watch X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, okay. I watched it after Logan just to really what? just see how yeah. different it. Well, I had not seen it, and it was on HBO this past week. And I'm it, sorry, that movie sucks so much. It's uh-huh. so bad. Uh, only good thing came out of it was for. Three days I was singing Four Horsemen from <laughs> Metallica because that one scene. But talk about stakes. The, the 
contrast of stakes. The stakes could not be higher in X-Men Apocalypse. And it means nothing. It's so boring and it's too much. And the stakes are so small in Logan and it works. You know, just like it's a night and day. It's weird for a comic comic book movie to be so subtle. Yeah. Like they don't spell out exactly what's happening, exactly who the bad guys are, exactly what happened with Professor X, Mm -hmm. exactly who this scientist is. Like, you just had to kind of put it together yourself and you don't quite get all the answers. And it's, yeah, most comic book movies are, here's the plot and here's yeah. what's happening. A lot of exposition. Yeah, you have yeah. to lay it all out there. And this one kind of trusted the audience to, to know what was going on. Right. Yeah, we get, we hear about the Westchester incident, but we don't see it, you know, where he supposedly hurt like 600 people in one of his episodes, um, Professor yeah. X. And so killed seven. All the X-Men are gone. All the mutants are dead. They're, it's been so long been that, limp- that they, they're, they're gone and they've had comic yeah. books about it and almost like the mythology uh, mm-hmm. has come out about it. It's supposed to, I think the year's supposed to be, I heard 2029. Yeah, that's what Mike said. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I read they said they wanted it far enough in the future that it doesn't interfere with any continuity Fox wants to do from now on. Right. But not, you know, days of future past future, like, they wanted to put it somewhere in the middle where the continuity doesn't conflict with anything. Part of the reason I'm sure they didn't say which mutants died or what you know right. who, who survives till 2020 whatever. Did you guys read Old Man Logan? Yes, this is I reread it the week before just oh, yeah. to kind of refresh well, my what's memory. Different. It has nothing to do with it. Okay, okay. He's just yeah. old. Right. It's a road trip. The comic is a road trip with Hawkeye in the spider buggy across America, oh. and all the heroes have fallen. The villains rule the world now. That's about as far. Sounds yeah. like the Laugh Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, so yeah, kind of a post-apocalyptic road trip is about the only thing you okay. get from Old Man Logan. So but if there's in a few, if the Reavers come from a storyline. Like there's about four or five different X-Men plots. They just kind of pick and choose from. But yeah, it's, you, there's no comic you can go pick up and read what this is the basis for. Yeah, all those Reavers in there is from the Mutant Massacre from the 80s storyline down in the um, sewers where they go down and try to kill all the the mutants. And, Ca- and Caliban is one of them that's down there. Uh, to me, Logan was actually kind of like a Western movie with a future in a future setting. Well, they tried to really tie it into Shane, obviously. Oh, yeah. I, I Here's my memory of Shane. I never saw the movie, but when I was a kid... I, I remember we would play Trivial Pursuit, and one of the questions I remember hearing was, "What is that's a famous ending to that movie? Is him riding off and come back? Hey, come back! Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I thought. I mean, it's a cool to draw a parallel, but as soon as I saw that, I'm like, well, I know how this movie ends. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's gonna live, and he's gonna either be left behind or die. Like, right. it kind of telegraphed how it was gonna happen. Oh, well, and it, and. I was so, I was proud of my son because I'll talk about things that show up in movies. Um, I said, I did say something while we were in the theater. I leaned over and I, about third way through, and I said, Chekhov's. And he said, Adamantium Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, if you don't know Chekhov's gun, if, if you see a gun in a, a movie, if it's shown to you, it must be fired. It will be fired. And when they showed us that bullet, that, you know, that's it. That's how he's going to, you know, there, that is going to get shot at somebody, you know, sometime in the movie. 
yeah, great movie, but I, I left the theater just shaking my head that the villain was an evil Wolverine in a black tank top. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that was the villain. I told you, it's a really? western. He was wearing a white shirt, he was wearing a black shirt. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, here, what I didn't like about it, I'll say up front, I love the movie, but I did, I thought they gave us too much good stuff early on. Uh, the girl, Daphne Keene, or whatever her name is, was just phenomenal, amazing. I don't know how they cast her. She was so good. Superb. And, and when, and the stuff she does early on in the movie, they, they can't beat it by the end. Yeah, and like even him getting to finally brutally kill people, putting those through people's skulls and everything was so yeah. jarring to see. Why were the like foot claws? Thrown out right at the beginning, like yeah, you could build to that. They could have like, saved that. Yeah, and then yeah, I, yeah, I thought the same thing. And I thought, what? Like, I thought, okay, I was really worried about it. Well into the movie, I thought, I don't think they can beat it. I don't think they're they have anything. I've seen a lot of X Men, and I've seen these Wolverine movies, and he's never done anything but this stuff. So if they couldn't come up with something by then, they don't have it now. And then when he injected himself with the stuff. I was like, okay, now they are going to come <laughs> up with Zerker something mode. new. Super We're Saiyan. getting Super Berserker we've never seen before. Instead, we get a minute of whack, 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 and it's over. <laughs> he's, he's run out, and I'm like, oh, man. It just it just fizzled. You know, not as far as uh, emotionally, what how it ends and things, but they never caught the action that they had early on. It turned into any other X-Men movie type thing at the end where it was just a fight against a rando who happens to be him, you know. I mean, I like the the theme of that. You know, he's fighting against youth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's all pretty obvious, but it, it was just, there's not something else you could have done. Right. Some other villain. It could have been perfect. That's what I mean. They could have fixed, they could have fixed that, you know, Save, like you're saying, the foot calls would have been a good thing to save. Save some of it for the end that you're excited about. Um, well, that's part of the old man Logan story is that he won't, he's given up violence and he won't ever unsheathe his claws again. And then by the time things build and build and he finally has to, then it's a huge moment where, yeah, this kind of, he kills a bunch of gang members right at the beginning, very savagely, you know, claws through their skulls and stuff. And then, you know, yeah, where do you, Builds from there as right. far as violence or action. That was so good, though. I, I loved the thought of he's a driver. He's mm-hmm. if this was not like such thematic um, showing that he's old and obsolete. He's a his job is a driver in a world going driverless. Yeah, you know, I was like that. That was really neat, and and then the you know like I. I I got to go on about that girl. She was so good. And the, when she came out, they tried to, they saved it for like 30 seconds. She's in there and we don't get to see her kick everybody's butt in that warehouse. And I was like, they need to save that for the end. But then she came out and then went crazy. But when she drops that backpack off her shoulder, <laughs> that was so great. I mean, I just love the look on her face and shrugging off that backpack and then going to town with, you know, I, you know. I will say my teenage self, the first time Patrick Stewart said the F word was like such a shock to me. <laughs> well, his performance just overall was oh yeah, 
He was he was great. He uh, he could get a, like a supporting actor. He really, really could. Have have it, any of you watched that show he had on Stars? I watched part of it. Okay. Which I mean, that, that's a he's pretty like shocking role. Yeah. He's, so when this came around, I was like, oh, oh okay, I've seen the, you know that stuff before with him. But yeah, I mean, just but, but brilliant. As prof- a as Professor X, like saying some of the things that were coming out of his mm-hmm. mouth, like I mean, this was very a very dark, dreary movie. But at the same time, I loved it so much on so many different levels. Well, am I the only prude of the group that didn't think it needed? That R stuff. I um, like going did, into did the it, language add anything? Yeah, to going it, really? into it, I was like, "Here we go. This is the Deadpool effect." Um, but you know, halfway into it, I was kind of like, "Okay, it's." I think I can see where it, I don't know if it added anything to it, but certainly the violence. I mean, it was just it was you more graphic. Have had that violence. Without it being R. It, I think it had and to it, have that. that serves a purpose because right. it shows the brutality and the, the blood on his hands and that stuff. I, yeah, I get that. But, yeah, would it, I, any of the lang- do you lose anything from not I having them talk like that? I right. felt, I, lo- I, I liked it, you know, cause it As felt both, more real to me. Cause it both felt of them like, were like cankerous old men. Yeah. And they it, were just, it, it made it, this is a real world. It made it seem like, you know, I don't know what, it was supposed to be whether we were supposed to think any, all the other stuff never, re, you know, whether this is the same timeline, same world that we all these comic book movies were in. But this made it seem like a more real version. Like they're gonna throw a word. Or, I, I'm, I mean, I can't say that they would or wouldn't, but it made it seem more real to me. And well, I, I did, I did hear the director say he was more worried about the R rating for thematic effect because. Then the studio gets off your back. It's a PG-13 superhero movie. They're looking for, okay, every 10 minutes we need a fight scene. Mm-hmm. We have to build to this and we have to do, that. and like with an R rating, there's less pressure to be crowd-pleasing blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And the R, instead of just letting him curse and, you know, show blood, it let it have these slow moments and, yeah. and, and more of an adult. Right. Yeah. Adult in a different way than, you know. Yeah, I agree. You, you were catering to an older crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, which was, I'm in, in that demographic. I want to see a more dramatic movie than a PG-13. Well, I mean, they are doing, it's risky to do that. The money is in PG-13 movies. Oh, you know how sure. many people would have brought five-year-olds to yep. it if it was rated PG-13? They would have saw, you know, more than they needed to see. So I like that they just go over the edge and they're going to this R-rated thing. And I honestly don't, they're not going to do that with every movie. I don't, See Marvel even thinking about anything like that. No. You know, this is, Marvel me, Studios is candy coated. Well, know. to me, it depends on what character you're dealing with. Like, Punisher, Wolverine, right. Deadpool, those you are. You have to do it with Deadpool. Those yeah. at no point are considered superheroes. Those are vigilantes. If you're having a movie about a vigilante, that's R rated. But to area. the general public, if it's in a comic book, it's a superhero. I hate that. It pisses that's me just, off. To a, a corporate executive, that's yeah. all they see. And that was they've the, got their blinders on. It's in a comic book. That's what it is. And that was the first thing I put on Facebook after watching this. I said, "This is not a superhero movie, but it is a damn good movie." It kind of brought it all back around for me. 
kind of remembering when X Men came out, the first one, seventeen years ago, or what? Yeah, seventeen years ago. At that time, I was like, we were all clamoring for like, why do they have black? I mean, we thought it was awesome because it was X Men, but why do they've got black leather on and they're trying to make it too real world? And then as the movies progressed, they got more costumey, more effects, more. Yeah, that- that's got to be the studio saying like, they're scared of superheroes. Yeah, they're too childish. And right. We got to be gritty because that means it's adult. Mm-hmm. And if you're not good at that, then it just becomes you know a bad movie. Right. Like the DC looking at you, but yeah. You know, like, <laughs> but it kind of brought it back around to that for me to yeah. that first movie. Even when he mentions when they're talking when um. Statue of Liberty. Yeah, and he mentions the Statue of Liberty. Well, that was a long time ago, that time of stuff. It really kind of brought it around a little bit to me. I was just laughing to myself, though, when you guys are talking about that, because in the Deadpool trailer, how he's talking about Logan, he's like, what does he have to put on? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Where's the t-shirt and jeans? But, yeah, I think just the rated R gave it that adult feeling. We got those moments that were more dramatic between the two of them that they was, like you said, they wouldn't have even they would have put something else there because yeah. the it, kids weren't going to be excited. This wasn't it. a movie about explosions and special effects. This was a movie about emotion. Yeah, I loved it. There were so, so many things like what she says. She dreamed about people hurting her, and he he knew what he was going to say, but it was still a good moment. He dreams yeah. about hurting people, and, and the whole Professor X, you know, when the, the farmer's family are on the side mm-hmm. of the road... It's like, you know, somebody will come along and he's like, someone has come along. And just, just the way that yeah. makes you think about today's society, you know, we, you know, we can't just think somebody else will take care of it. Huh? Yeah, there was a lot of kind of current event stuff. Yeah. They kind of threw in just not, not preachy or heavy handed, but just some parallels. High fructose corn syrup. It's the devil's, <laughs> devil's just, milk. Just the, the whole idea of these two guys, these are like, the X Men. These are this is the core of the X Men. Professor X and Wolverine, and their great greatest things they're known for uh, are you know his mind and his adamantium skeleton, and those are the things that are killing them. Well, I loved how it, during the first half of the mo- movie when they first get X twenty three, Xavier, you know. He's communicating with her without, you know, it, it's not, they're not showing it. But, you know, they're not, they're not showing you like in the past movies where we get a special effects scene or we're hearing him, hearing them talk to each other in their minds. They just mentioned it. Like, okay, that's happening, but we don't have to add all this into it. Yeah, and they didn't show the death of the X-Men. They didn't right. show some final battle that finally broke his spirit. Like, we had to kind of imagine it. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, it was all off camera. Mm-hmm. Did you see it, Children of Men? Did you see Children of Men? I heard there was parallels between the two. Well, just because it's not a real spoiler. Very shortly into the movie, you find out this is a, you know, a dystopian future, but no more children are born. You know, like, the youngest person is, like, 18. At the beginning of that, and they, uh, this is just, this felt like that was like no more mute. There had been no more mutants, you know, until yeah. this. So it was kind of that deal, trying to save the the young ones or whatever. And well, and it was re- really weird because with this, there really wasn't actually a super villain as like 
a company that was the basically the, the evil. There was no main it, super it's villain. It's not in your face. I mean, clearly they're they're putting into you know a company of some sort is putting this into the yeah. foods to wipe out a population. Right, it's there. It's just not in your face, and you're almost forced to put it together. Like Jordan said, it's not. Oh, here, here it is. We're not going to explain it to you. Well, it, it's weird how sci-fi this was, but it's really it's the real world as we live in today on so many different levels. I did. I I didn't know when I was watching it. I didn't know enough about X Men comics to know. That that wasn't even a real comic. I was like, is that real? Did they just pull those coordinates out of a real X-Men comic? Yeah, that would have been... Skyrocket on this. That would have been awesome. But yeah, that's, if anybody that doesn't know, that was not a real comic. And Joe, Joe Casada drew it, I believe. But they, they didn't even know why they had contacted Marvel and like Feige had talked to them and everything. They could, you can do this. Represent you know, these comics, but it can't be anything that was ever made. And he's like, you have to, Mangle was like, you just have to ask them why. I don't even know why we can't use something that was Pearl made. Liner. Yeah. Perlmutter <laughs> said no. Actually, that thought crossed my mind when they first introduced X-24, the evil Wolverine. Yeah. A flashback to the Larry Hama run on a Wolverine when they introduced Albert. Does anyone remember that character? I remember Albert. He was a robotic Wolverine. Looked just like Wolverine, but a robot. Albert and LCD, his little female sidekick. And one, first thing my brain's like, oh, my first appearance of Albert's gonna skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> and then no, it turns out he's a clone. And then I actually, I, I googled it the next day, like, is anyone talking about this? And I saw some comic speculator page. Like, Wolverine 37, keep an eye on it, we don't know, like, <laughs> He's not really a clone, but, you know, this Albert character, people might have some interest in it. I was like, I was right. <laughs> I remember, because Albert died a hero. <laughs> well, they, uh, and of course, then the ending, you know, we got to ace this. This is what it feels like you know, to die. And the just dramatic conclusion where... Got the cross in the grave. Who who got a tear in their eye? I like got a tear so in my great. eye. I was like, oh. so great when she picked that up, and I didn't know what she was going to do with it. Like I didn't it either. had not, I had not, it had not dawned on me, and it was so simple. But when she pulled it out, I was just like, "What's she doing with that?" And she turned it out. It was so good. Oh. And then, of course, we're setting up the New Mutants movie yep. or whatever the next iteration Keep is. Turning them out. We bring in some younger did it, characters. Did. Anyone catch the names on the list? Like, I was trying to read them real quick, but I don't think I did. I know uh, Richter and yeah. uh, I think Bobby Sunspot, I'm assuming. Yeah. Roberto da Costa. I think those are the only two I caught definite. As these, these were the kids? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but those are some, they were a bunch of nobodies as yeah, far as I can. The they were, were very pathetic. Vague. They, they yeah, couldn't they, do anything. You know, the one person iced an arm or whatever. Yeah. It's just like you all have powers and you're running away from these guys, even her, which I, I get, right. I get that they said early on that they did not want to fight. That was the whole reason that they yeah. got rid of him in the first place because that was one thing they couldn't make them fight. But I thought it was because their powers suck. <laughs> because they, <laughs> they are kids, man. They weren't students at Xavier's a kid. Was what did not That's suck. why they had to go to X-24, because 23 batch was terrible. <laughs> Don't you know, the powers aren't supposed to manifest till puberty, and they, oh. like, accelerated She's it. She's doing just fine. 
She was, that character was awesome. That, I was just marveled at her the whole movie thinking how good she was cast, how good she looked. And then even later when she started speaking, you know, in Spanish yeah. and something like this is great. Which, yeah, why reboot, why recast Wolverine? Why reboot anything for yeah. the next 20 years? Like let her oh, yeah. do just whatever. Do yeah. Yeah. Am I the only Perfect. one that thought at first she looked like she was a cross between Wolverine and Jean Grey? I'm the only one, right? Yeah. Uh, probably. I, I okay. I don't know where, what, yeah. Well, when when she first appeared, like her. Who specifically are you are you talking about? X twenty three. I know that. I'm saying which Jean Grey from the comic. Oh, movies? from the the first two X Men movies. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, she's got uh, definitive eyebrows, like uh, her and I guess you, Jack. <laughs> That's about as close <laughs> as you can get. Hashtag definitive eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. She she did a lot of those eyebrows for not speaking seventy five percent of that movie. I was impressed. My mind immediately, when, as I was watching it, went to Stranger Things and Millie Bobby Brown, and it was kind of a the oh, I was I'm if the Clash of the Titans, I'm yeah. taking X twenty three. I like her. I, mean, I like I like that character too. But man, she this go, this slicing up those waffles. waffles. Yeah, oh yeah. We came down to like a waffle eating contest. Right. They both can put it away. Right. I just thought that. So it was, it was really good. Um, like I said, uh, but I can't go say that it was so great because like I said, it fizzled later on. Is yeah. this everybody's what top 10? Are we, I, I will rate this or? as the best X-Men movie yeah. oh, easily. ever. Easily. Yeah. For me, yes. I, I really, I, I thought about it some this week, you know, as far as how it compares to the, my favorite. I mean, we just did. A big uh, list. Yeah. And I don't know where it's at for me. This might actually I need, go. I need some time. Yeah. This might crushed. go in my top five because I, I actually want to, I want to get oh, see it I again. Could, I could absolutely see it in my top five. Yeah. I, I could probably safely say that now. But again, this, this movie doesn't come out of nowhere. You can't just make this movie. Right. Except for the system we have now of. All these years and all these prequels yeah, and movie like seventeen years of we yeah, paid our yeah. dues to get where we're yeah. at. We're at a place where we can have this. Yeah, now we've yeah. earned this. Yeah, you know, they this is where it's come in the so, full yeah. evolution. As much as you want to complain about sequels and prequels and reboots and that, like they build to something, and sometimes you get great things. That's what people. So it's love just like comics. comics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's seventy five years of continuity. You can't have you know you flip the page and Captain America walks in the room. That means something because you have this accumulated history of decades of storylines and, and things that inform the character. And movies are it's so hard to do in a movie, but these comic book movies have they 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 have that going for them, and they should just keep using that to the best of effect. Not not just try to turn out the same formula over and over right. again. Do it- things that. Rely on this this shared history. That was the refreshing part of the movie for me, even though. It was so slow at times and dramatic. It wasn't cookie cutter. It wasn't, I know what's going to happen. X, you know, X leads to Y to Z and that's how it's going to end. It, it, it was. How many X's are there before you get to Y? <laughs> well, <laughs> but also just to watch and see like how brutal his body is because oh, he was killing. spitting out the bullets and stuff out. They were like being ejected from him. That was awesome. But all the scar tissue and everything that's yeah. not healing properly—he's being properly. poisoned by his own skeleton. You know, that's just 
he's even limping. I mean, just to see, like, the evolution of that character is just mind-boggling. But, yeah, it could have just been a kind of a generic Western. And how many movies are like that, where the tough hombre has to protect the town or whatever, and you don't have any connection to that character. But this is Wolverine, man. Like, right. this is Hugh Jackman. We love this guy. This is his and last movie, probably. Him, we're watching him is, die. That was... That was it, yeah, like you said, just having the history had a lot to do with it. I saw the Blu-ray when it comes out. They already announced that there should be a black and white version on there if anyone has the interest in that. Hmm. Um, sometimes it looks weird when they mm-hmm. when they release it, do it after the fact. If something's filmed in black and white, it's different. It's like if you film something in slow mo, slow mo instead of. Making it slow mo, there's a big difference about what you get in your final result. But we'll, I'm sure they can make it look good. I was, I was just thinking of that part where he kills the evil scientist. Did anyone think he was going to do it the way he did it? Like, because we've seen him using his claws this whole entire time, and he just pulls out that gun and blows <laughs> him away. Like, to me, that was a shock. I don't know why, but throughout the whole movie, you see him using his claws and then just. You know, that guy's going on and on talking about his evil plans and he just whips out a gun and blows him away. Indiana Jones style. because <laughs> yeah, that's the typical comic book thing. We've watched all these movies where the villain explains his plan and then they say, not today, and they fight. Like, And this is, yeah, try something, use those expectations that we've built up and do something different. That's awesome. I just don't want the greatness of this movie to be sucked by these other studios thinking they have to turn other super other movies that they deem super heroic into R-rated movies. See, I think well, I've got news for you. Is, There's a whole room of guys doing it right now. <laughs> I, I just think you guys are you're worried about nothing. We've only seen two, right? And they were both done really well, and they were characters that needed it. But wasn't Suicide Squad sort of... Yeah. That came out, and they said... That was one sort of way, and then Deadpool came out. Like people love this, make it more jokey, make it more like Guardians. Like these people are swayed by. I don't know that that was ever going to be good. But then you add on on top of that all the Netflix Netflix series that Marvel's doing in it. As long as they keep 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 it, you know, as long as they're using their heads. I mean, there's going to be mistakes, but I think it's worth it to have these gems. These could not have. I don't feel that they could have been what they ended up being, being PG-13. I think they it was worth it. Maybe they didn't need everything that came with being R, but they needed it to be Well, R. I think that's that's probably the biggest advantage of Marvel have to have their licenses out with other studios, because Marvel's not Disney studio. They're not going to produce that. They're just not going right. to. So when it's Fox or Sony or right. whoever else... You get that. Yeah, I'm not, who, oh. we're, we're not, we're not gonna see an R-rated Star Wars movie come out. Right. Give it 30 more years. We'll yeah. Run yeah. Out, run exactly. Out well, I bet we will. <laughs> if we get to have a Star Wars movie every year, eventually one of them's gonna be R. I don't know who, who's gonna be. Is it the Boba Fett movie? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know who, I don't know who else there is that we think would be, I mean, yeah. an R movie. Like you said, Punisher, what, what, you know. Well, Blade, I mean, that kind of started on right. Blade, yeah. horror, Ghost Rider, that kind of yeah. character. You, you could, yeah, Ghost Rider should, like, that Man would be... Thing a, was an yeah. R-rated movie. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell a really cool Ghost Rider story, like, R-rated. And that's what's cool, like, 
you know, they're not all just superheroes. They don't all have to be PG-13 movies where in the first act we learn the origin, the second act they meet the villain, the third act's a big fight. Like, yeah. they don't all have to be that that's, way. That's right? where I think that it does, there's, we don't have to be too worried about it because a lot of these movies, they don't even want to think about doing that because they make so much more money oh, in yeah. a PG-13 movie. Make they, a G-rated power pack movie. Yeah, PG thirteen so is where it's at. <laughs> then you get everybody. You know, everybody buys a ticket. That's all I got. So go see Logan. It's good. They did so good. They they so but don't take your kids. You know, six claws and two foot claws up. Yeah, <laughs> don't take your laughing boy. No, tic- no ticklers allowed. <laughs> yeah. and don't be a jerk in the theater because there's grumpy old men saying they're trying to watch it. Too. I know. Don't eat your dinner before you get there. Just be conscientious. Oh man, I don't act like you're at you, Walmart. You must hate the like plate and dine theaters. I would never go. <laughs> I would never go. I, lo- I, think I complained awesome. after this. I didn't even complain about Laughing Boy, but I went out there and complained and said, you know, just so you know, five minutes. Before the movie was over, before credits rolled, the lights came on. Like those side lights, they turned them on, you know. I was like, I don't like that. There's no reason for that. When the credits start, if there's not going to be something in it, you know, sometimes if there's going to be something, they'll leave the lights low, you know, kind of let you know. But I don't care. As soon as the credits roll, you want to turn the lights on so people can leave? That's fine. It's like, but five minutes before the movie's over, all of a sudden you're like, oh, can we watch the end or is it get out now? You know, just like, come on. I need a theater in my home. <laughs> Castle Poobah needs an upgrade. <sighs> right. Okay, that's it. Sign off. You're always in a hurry to sign on. All right, Bob. <laughs> I am the best at what I do and that is to be the most illustrious Michael K. Easton <laughs> oh my gosh you're reading that off the screen it's oh scary schnickety schnickety schnoin I'm Jordan Lowe I'm Cliff Barnes I'm the darndest goodest at what I done do <laughs> and I get her done what is that what that is I, I can't goodbye forever Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.